0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi everybody, Russ and my Hammers 11. Hope you're all safe and well for your channel. Please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you made with any time you put new content on today's channel. Today's channel, today's video is brought to you by our channel sponsors. Untuck it. Check them out in the description below for all your shirt, t-shirts, polo top needs, all designed to be worn untucked, so uh, even people like me, even my sizes, they they have lovely shirts for. So make sure you check them out. Today's guest, you might have seen, he was on, a, he was on Soccer AM a couple of weeks ago. So we've got him on. It's uh, Aaron. How are you doing, man?
1: Very good, thank you. uh Thank you for inviting me on today, Ross. Really looking forward to it
0: absolute pleasure and just and just you know just to remove the fourth wall aaron's uh we, we've had to move a little bit earlier today because aaron's managed to get himself a, a hair appointment before we get into lockdown so <laughs> congratulations
1: well those who are watching the video know that i'll take pride in my hair so unfortunately it's a bit long for this video but uh yeah looking forward <laughs> to it
0: that's brilliant how are you apart from apart from obviously waiting to get a haircut how are you everything at the moment yeah,
1: all, all good uh, everything's all good at the moment so uh, yeah can't really complain.
0: Brilliant, 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 and obviously, yeah, it's going to be fun in the next four weeks, isn't it? But hey, yo, yeah, it's actually
1: my thirtieth birthday on the twenty fifth as well. Oh, so, uh, yeah, I've got lots of celebrations coming.
0: <laughs> yes, but lots of celebrations in your own house, isn't it? <laughs>
1: yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> oh dear, but but you know, West Ham still, West Ham are, are keeping us all entertained, so yeah. that's all good, isn't it? We're doing all right at the
1: moment. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think had some really hard fixtures i think the true test is going to come in the next few weeks and yes uh, yeah just looking forward to uh us hopefully winning a few games
0: yeah yeah it is you're right it is, i mean it, it is really where our season starts to be honest isn't it really i think um the first no one gave us much of a hope apart from those who are eternal optimists like me um those first seven games or eight games where it was and and now these is when our season starts so as you said with fulham and uh and obviously we've got sheffield united and villa Yeah, you've got to be looking at maximum points, really, shouldn't
1: you? Definitely, definitely.
0: Otherwise, it would completely ruin the last the last few games for us if we can we then lose get turned over but it's west ham Aaron, isn't it so we know that could know. possibly happen but you know doesn't matter. Right? exactly exactly they turn up but we don't know when they're gonna turn up and uh how was um how was how was uh how was soccer am that was good fun in it that's good yeah, doing that yeah it was brilliant
1: um so i mean really great experience uh, me and my yeah. cousin were a big west ham fans so we managed to uh, kind of round up uh, a few of our other friends and uh, yeah it was a great experience met James Collins and Colton Cole which is really fun uh just unfortunately we couldn't, couldn't uh, get away with any money that day
0: <laughs> we had Colton doing an absolute like just becoming like the Colton we love you know him, rather than that sort of spectacular Colton which comes uh turns up occasionally it was it was the other one unfortunately wasn't it As I
1: said second most prolific striker in the premier league for us <laughs>
0: mental isn't it it's absolutely mental but um no it's good fun soccer a minute i did it once actually i did it twice no yeah i did it uh i did it once when i was on i was a i was a third eye i've been got picked up as a third eye randomly um at the at the old ground that's seen a silhouette of me in my box dancing or something that one thing i don't I can't remember and then the following week they phoned me up and tubes phoned me up and got me on there. They used to do a segment called, um, stranger on the sofa, where this was okay. like years. This was like Tim Lovejoy and Helen Chamberlain. This was like right at the beginning of soccer. AM, And that like a random person would be on the sofa, just waving. And that was me <laughs> one getting You know, they take the piss out of you. You know, you can't really say anything and that's it. You're done. But, uh, yeah, I think we had, who we, have? we had uh Joe Calzaghi, Matt Dawson. I think feeder God feeder. I remember them. Jesus. So uh, yeah, we yeah. had, a bit of, yeah so but you're 30 so you're probably just about a member feeder to be honest or you're 29 at the just moment about. just about just about but uh no good fun good fun the good guys and it's always a giggle there isn't it it's always i just like listening to because all that like, all the banter and stuff during the breaks and things and uh obviously you had bulldog there as well didn't you and people like that and uh yeah i love a bit of bullard and stuff but yeah good old colton and obviously james collins he announced it's all announced his retirement timer on that show didn't yeah. he really um although i thought we'd been retired for a while personally um i didn't really that i thought he'd retired i didn't know he was still looking for a club but yeah he's a good man but uh, yeah it's a good, good experience isn't it and as you said it's nice to meet some players um ex-players and you know you had a couple of good ones there with colton and gp so it's all good man it's all good and as we got your cousin over soon um a couple of weeks time so that'd be good as well we'll get him on um so, Aaron, um the fir- <coughs> pardon me, sorry, I mean to cough in the mic. The first question I usually ask is, is why West Ham. We see you've got the the lovely third strip on. I still haven't got that one yet. Maybe maybe Father Christmas might get it for me for Christmas. Hint hint Mrs. Budden. Um so, you know, it's a standard present now when you, when you've got a kid and it's like, you know, home strips usually your birthday, away strips usually Father's Day then the third one or the retro one for Christmas, it's it's pretty Brilliant. predictable. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it's quite predictable though. Um, so why West Ham, Aaron? Why is it your club, man?
1: So I did choose the life of paralyzing self doubt and misery, Russ, like yourself. <laughs> and uh, the reason why is mainly due to my father. So my my dad's a big West Ham fan and uh, yeah. kind of like father like son. Um, we kind of watch the games together, and uh, that's kind of where my main interest for it came and uh, it just happened when I was at school as well. One of my best friends at primary school also happened to support West Ham and uh, him and his father were season ticket holders in the Bobby Moore lower uh, back at the Upton Park and uh, I used to go quite regularly with them. So um, that's the main reason why if I'm honest.
0: Brilliant, brilliant. And then as he said, when she once you're in, you're in as well, isn't it? So there's no, Definitely. there's no, no deviation. No, no, no. <laughs> did your did your your dad? Did he um, was he? Did he give you an option? Or was it or was it was that was not gonna no, be an option i, I
1: kind of just uh, appreciated that that was really my path, and so you yeah know, dad supports the <laughs> team and uh, we kind of support them together and uh, yeah not never really looked back and uh, as you said you know there's been a lot of ups and uh, mainly a lot of downs but um, i wouldn't change it for the world
0: no i wouldn't either and 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 doing this doing this type of thing and, and talking to you know over 200 different people you know you you get this sort of um we have this sort of weird resilience as West Ham fans. And it's just a we're just a, a very strange bunch of fans. We you know, we shouldn't be so passionate. We shouldn't be so dedicated to supporting this team because they they never win anything, particularly in our lifetime. Um apart from the Interstotes Cup in nineteen ninety nine, I do appreciate it. Okay. But um and a couple of Betway trophies as well. I mean, only us would invent a, a you know a, a trophy which we never win, you know, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. It just but it's so West Ham. And even now, even more so now we've obviously Going back into the second lockdown, lockdown two point um, you just see like on Twitter, like on Facebook and stuff, all the West Ham community, all pulling together for each other. You know, someone might say, "I don't know, I'm feeling a bit down today," and then ten minutes later, they get like, you know, they tweet again say, "I've said like f- three hundred messages of support and stuff like that." And <laughs> we're a special bunch of guys, isn't it? I mean, you must have got loads of I nice agree. feedback after soccer am you know probably people you haven't spoken like me i haven't spoken to you probably before and i was like yeah it's great come on come on the show and you must have a, like lots of people come and find you on twitter and say well done for the soccer am stuff as well
1: yeah i mean uh, yeah kind of it, it's been uh it was quite good and uh you know we didn't we didn't go on the show to do that obviously but yeah no, of nice course not kind of, uh, um kind of kind of you know hear back from other people in the community yeah. too.
0: Yeah, it is. It's nice. It is nice, and I think also because obviously we can't, you know, in terms of going to the games and things like that. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm very fortunate in the fact that I still go to the games, but obviously, technically, working there. Um, but uh, you know, going like meeting for people before and going to the pub before and um, socialising with your the mates around the people you sit with. That's why I think people have missed, and um, and and the sooner we get back, the better. Whenever that may be might be next year next season to be honest i reckon uh, but we'll see you know no one knows unfortunately but it's a uh, it's horrible isn't it it's a horrible thing that's going on and uh but it's important to keep the football going i think just to have something to moan about isn't it rather than <laughs> rather than moan about trump uh and, uh and biden and uh moan about everything else and covid uh, moaning about west Ham takes things away so it's uh it's uh and that's why i love chatting to people like yourself about west Ham because everyone has a different opinion don't they so it's all good. Do you remember your first game, Aaron? Hello, Aaron. Do you remember your first game? <laughs> Aaron is in stunned silence oh, because sorry, he's... Don't, don't be silly. Don't be silly. <laughs> it's it's the beauty of the modern world that we we have to do this communication via 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 video now, and we probably will be doing this for a long time like this. So don't worry, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, do you remember your first game, your first West Ham game? Stunned silence, married again.
1: Sorry, <laughs> we're having can a bit. Hit me now.
0: Yeah, I can hear you perfectly, Emma. I was just saying, do you remember your first West Ham game? (laughs) Hello, Aaron. (laughs) Oh, dear. He's covered. He's, he, we'll get, we're going to get it sorted, everybody. Don't worry. We'll get it sorted. We'll get it sorted. Aaron's going to come back on in a minute. We're going to get him on, and it'll be all good. Hello. Can you hear me, Aaron? Hello. Hello, Aaron.
1: Hi there, Russ. Sorry about that. Can you hear me now?
0: I can hear you fine, man. I can hear you fine. I can hear you fine. Can you hear me well? Yeah, I can hear you well.
1: Yeah, sorry about that. Just uh, the cool. internet have a few internet issues.
0: Don't be silly, got to get them sorted before tomorrow, mate, otherwise you are buggered, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Otherwise you have to be playing, you know, ball games and talking to people, unbelievable in your, in your household. Um, I was going to say, do you remember your first West Ham game?
1: Yeah, definitely. So uh, my first game was actually um, before the millennium, so it was the 20th of March, 1999. It was a home game against Newcastle. Um, we won 2 0 goals from Paolo Di Canio and Paul Kitson, and uh, yeah, it was a great game. I always remember uh, kind of walking up the stairs at the Bobby Moore Lower, seeing the ground and just thinking, you know, how much different it looked from uh, the telly and you know how yeah. kind of enclosed it looked. And uh, yeah, it was brilliant. So uh, really enjoyed it. I think it was a great goal from Paolo right at the start of the game, and then I got a kind of second-half header from uh, Paul Kitson.
0: Oh, Paul Kitson! What, what a player he was. I mean, and also it's what I think about when you go to your first first game is it's the smells. It's it's like you know that that sort of that, that grassy smell you get when you walk out, and you can smell it, and particularly after the game because obviously it's been cut up with all the players, and you know walking down Green Street and smelling the mystery meats that are being cooked in the burger vans and things like that. It's all these sensory things which 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 I just think just it's not necessarily the game you don't I don't. yeah i remember my game very vividly but i remember what my granddad said to me and i remember this and i remember seeing the lady and the and the steward and all that type of stuff and it's everything around the day but you know once you go you're hooked aren't you and i, I think that's i haven't met anyone yet who said oh yeah the first time it was all right I, you know i didn't bother going back you know everyone's in once you're in you're in and uh as you said that was that was the beginning the turn of a millennium beforehand and now uh <laughs> and now 21 years later you're you're still going so you're, well, you're not going now but you're still going yeah, so so.
1: actually probably i'll probably say my love for west Ham's even stronger than it was then
0: <laughs> it is yeah it just it's like it's like osmosis isn't it it just like gets into your into your clothes and into your skin and into the way you work so even obviously before lockdown when obviously people could go to football matches um you know, you'd if you had a, a meeting like a five o'clock meeting. You know, you'd say, mm, we're playing. We're playing. Uh, we've got Liverpool uh, at seven forty-five kickoff. Can we do it for like four thirty? You know, so I can make sure i will be <laughs> back in time for the game. And even now, I'm still sort of planning around my afternoons and what to do now. And uh, no, I love it. It's it's brilliant. It's all good um right well before let's, let's keep going while, we, while we've still got internet um right let's do um let's do let's do your hammers 11 Aaron so obviously everyone we've had on the channel um we basically ask them to give their 11 Their one to 11 um the only rule is you have to be alive to a scene on play um and okay. you can talk about whoever you want to talk about there's no criteria might be the best might be the worst might be your favorites your cult heroes whatever or you know french based hammers whatever um so that's what we'll do and um and then hopefully as i said then you can get uh, get get ready in the queue for uh, your your haircut um so right so if we start off in goal so who is in goal for the uh okay so um okay so
1: okay these are probably for my eleven it's the best players that i've seen in my lifetime um and nice. this is you know i've done some kind of good thought who to bring in and uh so for the goalie <laughs> position um i'm going for shaka his so oh I for us over, shout out i mean i don't play for us a cu- over a couple of stints uh 98 to 2002 and then um obviously for the fa cup final he was in gold yep. in 2006 uh, and so for me, Shaka, uh, he, he's been the best goalie I've, I've seen in our time. And uh, yeah, it was uh, really good memories with him in goal.
0: Yeah, top, like, top, top guy. Always, and that when you talk about Shaka Hislop, you have to smile. He just always makes you, like, just the, the name of Shaka yeah. Hislop just makes me smile. And and I, and I tell a story when I used to live in Loughton. Shaka used to live in Loughton and he would do his shopping, I think it's every Thursday or Friday or something like that, um, at, in safe ways where I used to work. And so you'd see him from about... About from the inch because he was so tall, his head would go above the uh, above the shopping aisles. And oh, he's top like top top guy. We had him on the channel. Love him. He's such a nice bloke. Loves the club. Really really friendly. And as you said, you know, played an FA Cup final for us. So you know, it's not too bad. Um, that is not too shabby. Right. Okay. Are we playing four at the back? Are we doing anything creative? What we're doing?
1: going four two three one today so 1 oh, uh,
0: little... right. go for it so
1: my right back would be uh, for me it's got to be Lucas Neal um, just nice. because you know uh, I thought he was a really good captain mate we may, we may have not um, got the best years out of him in terms of fullback, but I think he was a really good captain for the team uh, when he came in um, and what he'd done in terms of the kind of relegation season and how we built on that with uh alan kirbishly moving forward i think that he was kind of fundamental to that and um for me i know we haven't had some great we've been blessed with uh, no. brilliant right backs uh probably in my lifetime but i'll probably say that lucas is probably the best of uh, that
0: bunch yeah <laughs> and yeah no yeah i think it's that's, that's a great shout and i think he's 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 someone who when you talk about good captains um he, he's not necessarily first of your you know front of mind but Speaking to a lot of players around that time, like we've had uh, Anton on, we've had a few others. He was a fantastic club captain and uh, really instilled a really good work ethos and an ethos in terms of respecting the rest of the the club not just the players but he'd make sure that they were you know a percentage of win bonuses were given to the boot boys to the ground staff to the tea ladies and things like that and that's what you need you need a pro. and he was like and i think i'd be scared if i wasn't putting a shift in because he had that sort of australian accent as well and everything sounds more menacing <laughs> when he shouts and so no he's, he was a a great guy and a fantastic captain um right lucas neil is in let's go left back then let's go the other side there who's going to be left okay, back so then, left,
1: left back's probably um this one i have to think about you know there's been a couple of good left backs over over my time i've actually chosen yep. on sebastian chemel uh hammer of Man. the year i believe in 2001 and uh, yep. he i mean he came in and uh, he was absolutely brilliant for us um and uh, he was part of that real special team of the early two thousands in my opinion with kind of Paolo, um, Joe Cole, Michael Carrick, etc. And uh, for me I thought he was a great player. I know he went a little bit off the boil in his uh I think either his second season or third season with us, but yeah. um for that one year he 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 determined he deserved a place in my team.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was hammer for the year you get that year as well, I believe. And um and what, what I liked about Schemmel, well what i liked about him is he was like he was just really exciting when he when he hit when he came in he was like like the the modern day fullback and he was like bounding forward and he had a, and i think i still believe he was the first player to play for west ham who wore a hairband and i'm sure someone will tell me that because he had his and then obviously he had the hair and then second season you said he said he cut it all off like samson and and that was it he was crap the second season but that first season he was brilliant <laughs> and he clearly still loves the club because he he lives in um in Luxembourg, and he owns a bar called, or a restaurant, or a cafe called Upton Park. Um, and so, yeah, when when, when we can all uh, start travelling again, that's where that's one of my destinations I want to go to, just to uh, just to because I think it'd just be cool. But yeah, he's a top top guy, top top bloke, and um, yeah, and he was in my he's in my Hammers eleven as well because he, the impact he gave on me. Um, right, so Sebastian Schmel is in uh, centre backs. So let's go for your first centre back then, Aaron.
1: The centre-halves are a little bit difficult to choose from, uh, in my opinion, but I've settled on uh, two guys, I think, that have given kind of great service to our club and uh, also kind of great memories for myself. So I'm going for first centre-back uh, Winston Reid. So um, yeah. I know he came in in uh, 2010, um, obviously suffered relegation with, with us, but he stayed with us and, you know, arguably kind of 2012, 2013, he was... One of the best centre backs in the league, and um, yeah. I know he got that six year deal and it didn't kind of work out too well for him. But you know, again, last goal in the bowling, we've got to have Winston
0: team. Really, You've got to have him, and he's yeah, he's scored against, he's done the hat trick really, scored against Millwall, scored against Tottenham, and he scored the last goal at the bowling, you know, as you said. And and it's great to see him playing in supporting Kansas City at the moment. Um, you know, who knows? I think, I think it runs out in January's loan deal, so. Who knows? He may be back. He may be back. I hope so. Yeah, I'd like so. to see him back. Yeah, hopefully. Right, okay. Who's Who's Winnie going to partner in that centre-back position then, Aaron?
1: So, this is a tough one for me because, you know, I actually, when I first started going to West Ham, uh, Rio Ferdinand was in the team and, you know, he was, he was coming through. But I've actually got to go with Danny Gabadon just because, um, again, service for the team. Team. And you know when when he signed for the club and was playing for us, I, I felt that you know he was probably one of our best defenders, and um, you know he he did a great job. And again, that that season with Anton, oh five, oh six, that they were solid,
0: both of them. They were. Yeah, they were i mean we 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 were that sort of period we was quite good because we we had you know your mate james collins there as well you know and it was like and so we had a good set of, of full of center backs at the time and it was and you know obviously people like elliot ward and stuff like that were in there as well and yeah it was it was a good time to be a center back at west Ham. we had a nice sort of a nice set selection um and that's why i'm partly quite looking forward to this lockdown 2.0 because I don't know if you follow Danny on Instagram, but he does DJ sets in his um, in his loft live on Instagram, and so I'm quite looking forward to hearing them again because it it was really good background music and it was quite good actually. But yeah, old oh, Gabs, bless him, he's a very busy man. I keep trying to get him on the channel, but he's so busy and um, with all the football and commentary and punditry and stuff like that. It's uh, it's uh, and that's the trouble. Everyone's so busy now because there's still football going on. Last last lockdown it was easy. Yeah. Everyone was like had loads of spare time in their hands. They couldn't play golf. They couldn't do nothing. So you know football players literally twiddling their fingers. So they always dying to come on. Now it's uh, that's a bit of a bind, but uh, we get there eventually. Okay, right. So we'll put uh, Winnie Reid and and Gabs in. Right. So we're gonna play four 2 so play the. So who are the the first of the two in the four two three one.
1: So i think in the centre midfield options i think out the whole team are probably the two of the easiest ones to come up with yeah. uh, for me you have got to have mark, mark noble in there first of all um, yeah. he's pretty much played in the west ham team my uh, pretty much half of my life so you know yeah uh, exactly you know again great memories with um, kind of for what he's done for us and you know the great yep. escape wins to mind and then again just the consistency i mean putting through uh putting together this team you know i've watched a lot of kind of old west ham highlights from you know the last 10 15 years and you know it's amazing yeah amazing that you know he's played pretty much every single one of these games that we have had in the league so <laughs> um for longevity got to have mark Noble, and i just hope the fans can be back in the stadium to say uh goodbye to him you know
0: i hope so yeah it's a good point i haven't thought of that yeah obviously know potentially it could be if not it could be next year but then who knows when fans are going to be back in the ground so that's a bloody good point. And same as and same as uh you know, we mentioned James Collins and, you know, and he he came out on Twitter, uh Instagram and said he'd love to be cover out to the fans one more time in the Claret and Blue and say goodbye. And so it's gonna be a couple of emotional games coming up soon, whenever it's gonna be, because 'cause they'll surely get James Collins on at half time and it's a bit of an easy one, isn't it, for the club to get him on and um, say goodbye and obviously Mark as well. I mean, what's gonna happen, you know? It's gonna be like devastating. It's like for you, they said half of your life of your half your West Ham supporting life He's been played. Some some kids, the whole I mean Declan Rice is basically been the club as long as Declan Rice has been there. You know what I mean? It's like it's gonna be it's gonna be devastating because it's there's not many fans who play for your club. Um, it's it's a it's a dying breed to be doing that. And so um, yeah. But he's Markity. And the thing about Mark is if he's when you know he'll know when it's right to retire because he's honest, he's a very honest player, isn't he? So when he knows he can't compete anymore, then he'll hang his boots up. We know that's going to be a shame. But he'll be around the club, won't he? He's going to be like, you know, coach. He's already doing the coaching badges now, I think, now, and stuff like that. And he'll always be involved at West Ham. But, um, yeah, he's a top, top bloke. Right, okay, Nobes is in. Who's going to be the second centre mid then?
1: Uh, It's got to be Scott Parker. I think, um, (sighs) you know, I was a bit scared when he signed in uh 2000s i believe but you know he proved me wrong great player for the team and you know you hear some of the stories from our kind of relegation season and you know some yeah. team talks that he done and you know other things and you know um uh, you know great player for us just hope we beat them on friday or saturday yeah. time, I say.
0: saturday god I was, I was a bit worried then i was like what friday no saturday <laughs> saturday night saturday night annoyingly like eight o'clock at night um yes scott parker he is um I have the most respect for the man, and I. It it really. I always go to bat for him when people criticise him, the fact that he went to Tottenham and stuff like that, because that winds me up more than anything ever. And he is a top guy. And we talk when we want. You know, when we talk about our players, we want players who are going to play for the shirt, going to play hundred percent, going to put all their all in. And Scott Parker epitomised that for three years, one hammer the year, three years in a row. Not many people have done that. At all, um, you know, one football player, play, football writer's player of the year. The season we went down, and even when he was going to Tottenham, I think he played the day before and scored against Watford away. I think, and yeah, top top bloke and. Eventually, I think he'd be a good West Ham manager. There we go. I've said it. I think he'd be good for us because I think he's he's got that work, that sort of mentality, and hopefully, he'd have people on board. You know, further down the line, obviously, we want to beat them on Saturday, despite the fact, as you said, Scott's lovely, but we want to beat him. Um, and obviously, the effects on you know the effects the the way Mark Noble's carried himself throughout his career has been heavily influenced by Scott Parker. There's no denying that. Um, when they were playing together. And in turn, Declan—the way Declan's holding himself—is because of Mark Noble, which is because of Scott Parker. So the influence of Scott Parker on our team now is still apparent, and I think people—I think people are starting to realise that a little bit more now, which is great. Right, Scotty P is in. Right, so that's the four done. That's the two done. Now we've got the three. Who's going to be so the first the of that the, three?
1: I I'll start on the right of midfield, so I'm going true. to go for Trevor Sinclair. Um, true, just be. To- because you know he was probably one of my favourite players along with Paolo De Cagno when I was uh, a young boy, and uh, he was brilliant for us. You know, even now I look at some of the goals that he scored, and when you're talking about you know people playing for the shirt and kind of like yeah. desire, commitment, um, I see that all with Sinclair. Like I think you know, there's no doubt he probably could have played at a slightly higher level than what we were at at yeah. the time, but you know, absolutely brilliant uh, for us.
0: Definitely, and you're right. He is brilliant i love trevor sinclair he is a massive fan of the channel he's you know and and because because you put trevor sinclair in the team we're gonna get a a like from him or retweet so that's all good so that sort of that sort of uh that that tweet engagement is, is is coming on so that's all good no top top bloke and he adores the club he adores the fans i know that firsthand and um, he is a very humble man and, you know, I mean, you see how he's spoken in the, you know, on Twitter and stuff recently about, you know, the fans and the club against gets you, know, obviously he's had a bit of a spat with, with Jim Wyatt and stuff because of it. And, uh, nah, top bloke, top bloke, he's coming, he's, we've had him on, he's going to come back on for the, we're doing some charity stuff and he's gracious enough going to come back on and, and. And, and be a quiz person <laughs> he's gonna be rubbish, but he's a top dude, so he's you know, he's gonna give his time, which is lovely. Um, right, so so Trevor Sinclair is in. Okay, who's next? Then Aaron?
1: So i go for number ten, uh only one choice really. Mr. DeCanio is gonna be in the team. Um again, yeah, yeah, as a young boy, he scored my first goal that I went to see um after the boss for the team, and uh, you know, just kind of overall icon, isn't it? So you can't say a bad word about Barlo.
0: No no you can't he's um and and again i i say it i feel like a broken record sometimes but you know what i what i mean can is my favorite player of all time not my favorite technical player not the best technical player but he's my favorite player because he had a personality and i think that's something which the game rapidly doesn't have anymore they don't have personalities you know they're all very clever very tricky players very very technically gifted but they're not a person that don't have personalities, you know what I mean? It's like you know, Decanio is like, but he's Italian and stuff. You don't get that no more. And you don't get sort of throwing his stuff on the floor. And but then everyone, anyone, who does have a personality now. Is vilified. So someone like Jack Grealish who's a you know, he, he's co- a cocky little bugger, but. He's vilified for being a cocky little bugger, but back in the seven back in the nineties and back in the early 2000s you know you look at that team with Trevor Sinclair and you had Decanio and you had you know Vivian Fo you had like Neil ruddock you had you know you had some really good characters Ian Wright, and so you know it's something which I think the games lacks terribly now, although in looking at West Ham in general we we've probably got the most charismatic team out of a not very charismatic league because you've got antonio who dresses up as a you know snowman and crashes lamborghini and you've got declan rice who's always used in prank videos and robert snodgrass and people like that but it's not across the board now it's a real shame because i just think we particularly now we like to be entertained don't we we want to be entertained now we've got nothing to do now for a month you know apart from watching netflix and watching football so entertain us you know be exciting be be get us off our seat not just really technical but just with your personalities all right okay premier league thank you all right thank you very much um rant over um right, parody <laughs> god bless him massive fan of his and we've had some really funny stories about him from fans when they've met him and just yeah really really funny bloke and eventually we'll get him on eventually he'll be like my my sort of that's my blue whale, he's my blue whale, so probably about, probably get about five hundred guests. I'll get him on eventually, but um, but he mainly want paying so please uh, everyone look at the patreon and please subscribe to the patreon because we can that's what that's what that's what there for um right Palo is in who is next who's on that right at uh, the left or oh, is it right or left oh, doesn't matter who's on there. the last one at three mate.
1: So, side, there's only one man for the job, so arguably, I'd have to say, probably my favorite player to wear a West Ham shirt. Uh, it really hurt when he left, and it's got to be the one and only Dimitri Payet. Um, yeah. absolutely brilliant. Um, I think that that season 2015 2016, he, he really made me believe that you know we're going to do great things. And I, I think you know us finishing seventh that season was a real kind of disservice. You know, we went kind of like 18 mm. games undefeated would be pretty much everyone away from home and uh he was pretty much the main part of that and you know as you're talking about playing with personality playing with kind of skill um i think he really had it all so i mean we got the best years out of him and uh i can only say thank you dimitri if you're watching
0: yes it probably will be did probably is <laughs> yeah no I, I i agree he i mean yeah di was my is my favorite player but Pyatt was probably the best player I've ever seen play at West Ham and probably ever will, unfortunately. I don't think in our lifetime, Aaron, unless there's some massive change, we won't see a Ballon d'Or nominee in our first eleven. It's a terrible shame to think that. It, right? We can only help is gonna do it. But yeah, you know, yeah, but he was brilliant, wasn't he? Pyatt was just phenomenal. Again, not not obviously not riddled with personality um but he was technically fantastic and as you said you know i don't i can't remember ever a time before or after where you get a free kick outside about 25 30 yards in and you think it's almost like a penalty it's almost going in he had so much confidence in the man and yes you said that seventh did us disservice obviously he was injured for a few quite a few games wasn't he as well um what could have been that's always the way of west ham what could have been not what was because we definitely won, haven't done that before. What could have been, as you said, you know, some of his goals, and he just redefined how to take free kicks and stuff. You know, when obviously when Ronaldo, when Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo would do that knuckle ball, and you know that was a new way of, kick, of doing a free kick. Payet brought with him another way of doing a free kick. You know, where it was just like just dips the last second, and no goalkeeper could seem to do it. And uh, yeah, it was it was it was nice having a player that all your mates who weren't West Ham wanted in their team. Do you know what I mean, and, and like things like fantasy football leagues, and he was like top of the fantasy football league in terms of picking. I was proud to have him in, in the team, and you yet yeah, he he left in a weird way. And yes, but that happens with them type of players, those mercurial players, aren't they? Probably, we only got Di because he put he pushed the referee over. Do you know what I mean? So it's uh, <laughs> it, it doesn't all it's not all swings and roundabouts, but yeah, all right, we'll put Dimi in, and that leaves one. That leaves the one who is going to be the spearhead of this attack. Then Aaron, that's so- the question we're all asking.
1: I mean, there's been there's been a number of strikers this is probably my hardest decision if i'm honest uh i was a big fan of diafra yes back in the day big fan of kind of dean ashton as well great strikers as well as, but I've got to go with our new makeshift striker, which is Mikel Antonio up top. (laughs) Uh, I think uh, you know he, you know, he's played everywhere, all over the park for us, and uh, I had to find a position in our in my team for him. And uh, you know, he's been doing great, not just since uh, lockdown, but you know, for the last five years, he's been absolutely brilliant for us as well. So can't really fault um, Mikel Antonio. And I think no, he's a, it's a
0: Yeah. And he's a grafter, you know, he's, 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 he hasn't just like, that's what I like about him. He's, he's gone through non-league and worked his way up. And, and I just think there's something special about someone who does that. He hasn't just had, you know, it hasn't all been given to him when he was 18, you know, he's like put into the first team of the Premier League, you know, he's, he's worked hard and, and now he's, you know, he's, almost like a, a bit of a late bloomer really properly now in terms of the Premier I mean, everyone knew he was a good player, knew he was a good runner, but this sort of, and, I, and I've coined this phrase called the, the moisification and that's what he does. He, he's moisified <laughs> Antonio into a straight. He did it with Arnautovic and he's done it with, you know, sort of four nails into a left midfielder and he's done it with Masuaku into a wing back. And um, he's, I just think you've got to get a call up soon, surely like a proper call up, you know, not like an obligatory one because he was playing well, but he's, it, i don't there's no one like him in the premier league i don't think in terms of what right. he does he's so special he's such a special player and so powerful and obviously someone like Ch- Chore, he's powerful but he's a more of a winger he just stays in the wing you know i just think he's brilliant and you know we know he's going to get injured all the time because he you know it's just a typical west ham you could have someone who's built like antonio but have glass legs you know it's just such a west Ham thing you know um but no he's great and as you said he's um it's a shame he's out at the moment but he'll be back and he'll be uh and again he keeps us entertained he's he, you know he's a trier as well isn't it god loves a trier, and we love a trier and he'll although he stopped that doing so much now he used to run all the time but now obviously because he's up front of his own he seems to pick and choose yeah. when to hound a defender and um yeah i can't honestly i can't think of any defender in the premier league who can keep up with him you know in terms of physically the only one would have been van dyke and obviously he T- t- yeah, traditionally yeah typically neither played that game so you know we never would have known but uh yeah he's such a West Ham thing but he's a dude in it and as you said i mean you said, talk about carlton cole being you know second with his or yeah, in terms of the, the strikers in terms of the goals i think antonio is like fourth he's you know and he's 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 racking in there so uh no it's good and you've managed to go i mean you've got noble you have got decanio and you've got antonio i think that's three out of the four um top um, Premier League strikers or West Ham goals or so That's not too bad. Plenty of goals there I think Trev's in there as well. I think he's about six or seventh. Yep. But um no it's all good man. Uh Aaron man, it's been a pleasure. Absolute pleasure chatting to you. And um you've got plenty of time to go and uh and get to the barbers now, mate. So it's all good. <laughs> Thank
1: you very much. Oh. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much for inviting me on
0: absolute pleasure thank you and obviously thanks everyone for watching if you're watching youtube like share subscribe if you're watching if you listen to it spotify apple ipods google uh, google podcasts give it a like give it a share for me and aaron take care everyone stay safe wash those hands and come you irons and we'll see you again very very soon take care everyone see you later Bye bye Network.